0: Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work hey y'all welcome to the christian bay podcast where christ and culture connects i pray that you guys are having a wonderful and happy friday today's episode is going to be the audio from my faith friday this morning if you follow me on instagram at the christian bay underscore you know that every friday at 8 a.m eastern standard time i go on live and give a word and today's word was called forgiveness prompts faith so Grab your journals, and if you would like to sew into this word, you can sew at my cash app, dollar sign the Christian Bay, or PayPal polished 144 at gmail.com. That information will be in the description box. Let's get into the episode. Father God, first and foremost, I want to thank you for blessing us with another day. I want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to tap into your your presence, Father God. Today, I pray that each and every person on this live gets a word from you, Father God. I pray that they receive something that shifts their spirit, Father God, shifts their spirit in a way that it taps into your presence on an intimate level, Father God. Shifts their spirit in a way that it feeds their spirit, man, Father God, and put their flesh to rest, Father God. I pray that these words plant seeds of not just faith, Father God, but prosperity, Father God. I pray that these words plant seeds of understanding, father god and new insight on what you expect for us so that we can walk and flow in the anointing and the prosperity and the plans that you have set for us father god we love you and we will forever praise your name in jesus name we pray amen all right y'all so we're gonna start off in the book good morning y'all we're gonna start off in the book of mark let me put this we're gonna start off in the book of mark and it's Mark 11, 22 through 25. And what it says is, Then Jesus said to his disciples, as, Did y'all get to see the title? The title for today is Forgiveness Prompts Faith. So, you know, prompts is like something that comes before. So, because of forgiveness, then you can have faith. So, Mark 11 says, Then Jesus said to the disciples, have faith in God. I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen, but you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you received it, it will be yours now this verse this is a verse that is very popular I feel like we all understand this verse we have all heard it before that pray and believe all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed but I'm really excited to share the word that God placed on my heart today because this talks about what has to happen before you do that before you pray and believe what posture do you have to be operating in so verse 25 continues and says but when you are praying first forgive First forgive, y'all heard that, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your father in heaven will forgive your sins too. And what God placed on my heart was that a lot of times and a lot of y'all know I'm forever preaching about faith. I love talking about faith. I love inspiring you guys to have faith. But before faith, there's a prerequisite for faith. And what that is, is the posture of your heart. So what God placed on my heart is to check the heart posture because we love talking about faith and we love, we love speaking on faith and we love saying, I have faith, even if it's just a size the mustard seed but when it comes to the work we don't really like that part. And if, we, and if we do like the work, it's the work that we want to do. We want to do our own type of work. So if you're talking about having faith in my business, then I can have work and get the business cards. I can have work and start the LLC. If you're talking about work in my relationship, yeah, I'll, I'll put in the work to have a better relationship. We want to put in our own type of work. We want to put in the work or filter the work to what we want it to be. But today what God is saying is that I'm, I'm talking about the work that's not so easy to do. I'm talking about the work that... It's not easy to do. I'm talking about the work that you may not want to do on your own. That's included in works as well. Works is not just things that's pleasing to you or that feels good to your flesh. Works is things that I require from you. As my child, as a reflection of me, as my disciple, there's some works that I require to you that don't always feel good. So when he was talking to me about your heart posture and how there's a certain heart posture you have to have in order to operate to activate your faith in order. God says that we have faith. Yes, he will release blessings to us. But you have to know that there's something that's required on your part and that something that that's required is not always easy to do. So when he was talking to me about having a heart posture, he led me to the book of Matthew and we're going to read Matthew 18 verses 21 through 35 and verse 21 says, Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? Now Peter asked this and it says, Jesus said, no, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Now Peter asked this question because He wanted to keep count. Peter wanted to know, okay, if God tells me I only, and we do this all the time. If God tells me I only have to forgive you seven times, after that seventh time, I'm cutting you off because at this point, God, they keep trying me. I'm not finna forgive them no more. I don't want nothing to do with them. Snip, snip, you're done. That's it. So he wanted to, he asked Jesus, okay, seven times. Because if you tell me seven times, every person that I deal with, every person that I come into contact with, I'm going to be counting up. You got three more times to try me before Jesus says it's okay for me to cuss you out. You got two more times to try me before Jesus says it's okay for me to snap back on you. You got, we got one more time to try me. So he was asking him, All right, Jesus, I want to, and this, this is what we do sometimes, God, I want to live according to your will. I want to live a life that's pleasing to you. But in order for me to do that, I know it's some things and some rules that I got to follow. So I'm going to ask you now, How many times do I need to let her try me before I slap her? How many times do I need to let him try me before I pull up to his house how many times let me know how many times so he said is it seven times and Jesus said in verse 22 no not seven times Jesus replied but 70 times seven now y'all know what 70 times seven because y'all math scholars on here 490 times who can actually count 490 times that a person has tried you what you're gonna keep a tally board and every time they try you're gonna put a mark and you're gonna be like he got 360 more times to go he was saying 70 times 7 because the amount of times it's endless. That's what he was letting him know. You trying to pick this small number because you want to keep a hold on how many times a person try you because it's easier to cut a person off than it is to forgive. It's easier to cut a person off than it is to change your ways. It's easier to cut a person off than to realize I need to learn how to communicate better. It's easier to cut a person off than to realize I need to be more patient with people. I need to be consistent in my love that I show others. It's easier to cut a person off than to actually do the hard work to treat them how God would treat them. It's easier to cut a person off than to do the hard work and to do the parts and the changing that needs to be done within you to be a reflection of Christ. We say we want the blessings of God. We understand that in order to get the blessings of God, we need to operate like God. We need to be in flow with God. But when it comes to doing the work and laying down our flesh, laying down our pride, laying down our ego, that's the part of the works that we don't want to do. God, I understand that you said I only need a a mustard seed of faith and I'm okay with having a mustard seed of faith. I understand that you say I need a Pray every day I, I, I'm okay with praying every day I understand that you say I need to put in the work but when you start talking about letting people try me now this is the part of the works that I really didn't sign up for I don't really like this part of the words I don't really want to keep forgiving because now they got me out here looking stupid now you trying me like I'm soft and you pissing me off so God if this is included in the words take me back to the other words because I didn't know that this was a part of having faith yeah I want to live according to your will yeah I want to look like you but I ain't trying to be out here looking like a fool. So you saying that I got to forgive them 490 times. So Jesus said, no, not seven times. Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Verse 23 Therefore, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date with servants who had borrowed money. So now at this point, Jesus is beginning to give him an example, and he said, I'm gonna give you an example of what this looks like and why I say to you that you must forgive endlessly. Why I say to you, not seven but 490. Let me tell you why I need you to operate in this place of high, endless forgiveness. Let me tell you why. So he says, This is this is the kingdom of God, and a perfect example would be about a king who decided i'm finna figure out everybody that owed me money so it says in the process one of his debtors who brought in he brought in who owed him millions of dollars the debtor couldn't pay so his master ordered that he be sold along with his wife his children and everything he owned so what the king did was he brought in this debtor who owed him money and he said since you ain't got my money you are gonna be sold your wife gonna be sold your kids gonna be sold and everything that you own because y'all owe me money so when he continues it says verse 26 but the man fell down before his master and begged him please be patient with me and I will pay it all then his master was filled with pity for him and he re- he released him and forgave his debt so he was like all right Beth you you know I'm not going to sell you and your family go about your way he forgave his debt then it says in verse 28 but when the man left so the one that was just on his knees begging and pleading says when he left he went to a fellow servant who owed him money. So now this man that was just begging to be forgiven, he went to somebody that owed him money. And it says, he went to somebody that owed him a few thousand dollars. The person didn't even, he owed the king, he owed the king millions of dollars. The king forgave him. Then he went and found somebody who owed him thousands of dollars. Now, now that you're forgiven, you finna go get your money back from whoever owe you. And they owed him thousands of dollars. And it says that he grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment y'all so you mean to tell me you owe this king millions of dollars and he forgave you and he told you to go about your way he let you keep your family he let you keep all of your possessions and he let you go. And because somebody owe you thousands of dollars, because somebody tried you, now you want to go and you want to say, I need my money today. Nah, you ain't getting no forgiveness. I need this now. So you mean to tell me that you sin against God every day and you pray to God and you ask God for forgiveness and you beg and you plead and you say, Jesus, I'm going to get it right. I'm not going to do wrong anymore, God. I'm going to turn away from my sins." Yeah, you got my money. You, you say all this. But then you go to somebody else who has wronged you or who you feel like owes you something and is less than what you owe God. You go to them and you want instant gratification. You want your payment now, but that's not the same energy that you had when you was talking to God. When you was praying to God and asking God to forgive you for your wrongs, you know, God, I'm not gonna do it again. I'm not gonna drink no more, God. I'm not gonna go out with him no more. And then the next day you out with him again. So you owe God millions of apologies and God keeps forgiving you. God keeps letting you keep what you got. God keeps making away for you out of no way and you keep sinning you keep making mistakes you keep gaining more debt against god and he keeps forgiving you but now because somebody else owes you a little ranky thousand dollars you want to pull up talking about i need my money today but what happened to that same energy That's not the energy that you had when you are the one that need to be forgiven. That's not the energy that you had when you are the one that's sending. That's not the energy that you had when you the one that's slipping up and making a mistake. And then this is our favorite line. You you ain't sorry because you knew what you was doing. Is that so? Oh, so you're getting biggity now. Oh, so they knew what they was doing, right? And and they trying you on purpose, right? And they got you out here looking like a fool, right? So you can't let it slide. You can't keep letting nobody try you. You're going to have to get some understanding. You're going to have to get some straightening. But when you go to God, you want to, oh, I did, I just didn't know and I'm so sorry and I promise. So God is saying today, y'all don't be keeping the same energy. But then you want to talk about living a life led by faith, but you're not treating people how you want me to treat you. Make it make sense. Do unto others as you want done unto you you have to treat others how you want to be treated so then you guys do this we do this because i've done it before so so we do this and then we go to god and we pray and we ask for these big things in faith and god is just like look how you was treating my child look look what you was doing you you no 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 no, no. you you asking me for forgiveness but you can't forgive other people you asking me for forgiveness and then y'all this is my favorite part it says He asked for instant payment. He grabbed him by the throat. That was the part that he said he grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. So you're not demanding what you want today. That's not all you're doing is demanding for instant payment while you was just pleading and begging for patience with you. Now you telling somebody they need to hurry up and get it together. Yeah, because you've been dealing with this for too long. You've been trying me for too long. You've been talking to me crazy for too long. So no, I'm not giving you another chance. No, I'm not being patient with you because you keep trying me. You've been doing this year after year after year. But when you in the presence of God, you steady praying about the same thing you was doing three years ago. You You won't have that same type of energy. You asking God to be patient with you, but you're not being patient with nobody else. And God is just sitting there, like, is it crap? Is it crap? Because what if I treat you how you treat them? Then what? It says He grabbed him by the throat. So, so you 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 shaking the room. <laughs> you you walked in and you grabbed him by the throat. What if God grabbed you by the throat every time you made a mistake or every time you owed a debt to somebody? What if He grabbed you by the throat? You grabbed him by the throat and demanding for things to change. Now He wanted an instant change. He wanted an instant fix. What if God wanted an instant fix from you? What would that look like how easy would that be able to be because you have to understand that when we make mistakes or when we go to god and we ask for forgiveness it's really things that we sometimes we are just being foolish but sometimes it's really things that we are working on and it's like god i just keep slipping up like i can, i'm sorry like i'm really trying to get this thing right but i just keep slipping up i just keep getting it wrong and God is like, okay, bet, I'm gonna let you keep everything. Go, you are forgiven. But then we go to other people and we're like, nah, you ain't trying nothing. You ain't trying nothing. I don't wanna hear it. I we we don't wanna hear any excuse they got. Nope. Cause when I told you last time, you should have listened in. So now you're gonna have to pay for what you did. That's our energy with other people. So when you continue to read, it says his fellow servant fell down before him and begged for a little more time. And that was interesting to me because that's verse 29. And in verse 26, he was the one that was falling down, begging and pleading for more time. So now somebody's doing to you what you do to God, asking for forgiveness, asking for you to show them grace, asking for you to be patient with them, asking for you to be understanding, asking for for you to communicate better. Please just give me another like I'm trying to get better. Can you show me how to do better? They're asking you all the things you be asking God. And it says, he fe- his fellow servant fell down before him and begged for a little more time. Be patient with me. I will pay it. I- I'm going to do better. Be patient with me, he pleaded. But his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and put in prison until the debt could be paid in full. When some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset. They went to the king and told him everything that had happened. Then the king called in the man he had forgiven and said, you evil servant. I forgave you that tremendous debt that you pleaded with me because you owed me way more than he owed you. That's that's how God looks at us. You owe me way more than whatever little petty beef you beefing over with them. Whatever thing you think they owe you, whatever thing you're entitled to, you owe me about 10 times as that. And I ain't never treat you how you treating them. So why do you think it's okay for your heart to be in that posture? Why do you think that's okay? So he said, you have owed me a tremendous debt because you pleaded. I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. Verse 35 ends and says, That's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from the heart. So I don't know who is for today, but there's somebody on here. And God is saying to you that, you, you got the faith. You Yeah, nice. You know, you've been watching the lives. You've been listening to the podcast. You've been in your word. You understand that you need to have faith the size of a mustard seed. You got that part down packed. That part, you, you got that. And I'm proud of you for having that. But I need you to understand that it's easier for us to look over our own sins and flaws, but we instantly point out the flaws and the sins of other people. That, that's what we do because he 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 knew he was wrong, but he prayed about his. So, yeah, I know that I could be rude sometimes, but, you know, I pray and I repent and I talk to God about it and then it's all good. But when somebody trying to get rude with me, now I'm gonna have to curse you out because I don't play them type of games. You know, that be our energy. It's just like, yeah, you can't try me like that, but you can try God like that. But, but you can do it. You can have that flaw that needs to be worked out. You can have that kink that needs to be fixed, but nobody else can't do it. So what God says today is that I I understand that you have the mustard seed and I I appreciate you for praying. I appreciate you for coming to me and asking for patience and asking for me to give you time to change this thing. But what I don't appreciate you doing is not keeping the same energy with my other children. So if you're going to receive the blessings that I have for you, if you're going to live in the abundance and the prosperity that I have for you, you already know because you know about faith already. You already know that you have to operate in, in my flow. You have to operate in my characteristics. You have to operate in my image. So if you're going to be a reflection of me, you need to act like me at all times. You can't just do it when it's beneficial for you. You can't just do it when it feels right to you because we gotta go back to faith without works is dead. And we're okay with doing the works when it feels good. But we're not okay with doing the works when it requires a change from us. We're not okay with doing the works when it requires us being humble. We're not okay with doing the works when it requires us looking stupid. That's the one right there. We don't want to look stupid. We don't want to look like somebody is trying us. We don't want to look soft we don't want to look like we getting ran over but you run over god every day every day you do it and you still run back to him and pray you still run back to him and ask him for stuff you still run back and do the same thing that you mad at other people for doing so why do you think that you're so special that you deserve a certain level of grace that they don't so god is saying to somebody today that it's something that you're praying for and you have faith for that thing your heart when it comes to the faith part your heart is in order you, you have the faith. It might not even be a mustard seed. Maybe it's a watermelon. Like you got big faith for this thing to come to pass. But God is saying the faith is going to start when you check your heart. It's something in your heart that's not right. It's a certain level of forgiveness that you have not tapped into. And God is not going to release blessings to you when you're operating in an image that's not his. You want to claim the blessings of God. You want to say that you're living in God's image and that you have the abundance and the prosperity that he has planned for you. But you're treating people, you're treating people wrong. You're not showing people God's grace. You're not showing people God's love. You're not showing people God's level of understanding. You're not treating people the way that God is treating you. So why would God bless you? Why would God release any favor to you so you can continue to be nasty? Because if you're treating people nasty now, if you're not forgiving people now, if you acting holier than thou now, what's going to happen when I release my favor to you? What's going to happen when I release my abundance to you? Then you're really going to turn up then you're really going to feel like you're entitled to just treat people any way that you want to treat people. So today, God wanted me to share with you that forgiveness prompts faith and that there's a certain heart posture that you have to have in order to have faith. If we go back to what we started with, we started with the book of Mark and we started with Mark. We started with Mark eleven twenty two through 25. And when you go back to it, we remember that it says, let me go to y'all. Yeah, Mark 11. I got to read it verbatim. Mark eleven twenty-two. It says, but when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Because you asking me for stuff. You asking God for stuff. You asking me for stuff. You praying for stuff. You want me to release abundance in your life. You want me to release all this overflow in your life. You want, and, and I want to do these things. I have these things stored up for you. I'm cool with releasing it. I'm cool with releasing the blessings because your faith is there. Your faith is aligned. But I need you to understand that it's a part of your heart that's not looking too attractive to me. It's a part of your heart that you need to work that thing out. And if I reward you with this part of your heart still ill, still not looking like me, you're going to live life and operate in life and continue to go through life thinking that this behavior is okay. You're going to think that it's okay to keep cursing people out every time you get mad. You're going to think that it's okay to continue to talk to people any type of way when they say something slick that you don't like. You're going to think that it's okay to walk around with this pride and walk around with this ego that fills the room and does not look like me. You're going to think that it's okay to take the blessings of God, but walk in a way that does not reflect God. So I need you to know that I understand that you have faith, but it's some it's some forgiveness that you're going to have to do. So before you even come to pray, pray to me, before you even come to ask me for any anything else, I need you to check the posture of your heart. I need you to check the posture of your heart and I need you to forgive anyone who you have mistreated, anyone who you feel like has mistreated you, anyone who you feel like they don't even deserve a second chance for you. I need you to forgive that person. And when you forgive that person, when you place your heart in a posture of Christ, when you place your mind in a posture of Christ, then I can release the things of Christ to you. But I cannot allow you to continue to operate like this because if I don't check it now, it will never be checked. And you will take the blessings and continue to live in a way that's displeasing to me. You will take the blessings and people will think it's okay to treat people the way that you're treating people and get the blessings of God. And it's not. So I want you to treat people how you want to be treated. And if you want me to forgive you for your flaws and for your sins and for your mistakes, keep that same energy when somebody else is flawed towards you. Keep that same energy when somebody else does something that rubs you the wrong way. Keep that same energy. And when you operate from a heart posture of Christ, then there's no limit to the things that you can get the seed today is going to be a heart check seed if you would like to sow a seed my cash app is there my paypal is there you can sow the heart check seed and i pray that this word check you it checked me i was like you're right like you're right i could be more patient with people like you're right i could and, and and it's facts and i really love that god gave me this word i pray that it inspires you guys and that it activates a change and it makes you really focus on the way that you treat people and that you really Um, pay attention to when you're not being patient or when you're not being forgiven and you check yourself. You plant that seed in your heart so that it's something that's second nature and it's just like, God, I know that I will want you to forgive me. I know that I will want you to be patient with me in this situation. So I want to be patient with this person. I pray that We continue to constantly compare ourselves to Christ. What would Christ do in this situation? And what am I doing? And if I'm doing something that would not align with the characteristics of God, God, show me how to change that. Show me how to walk in your presence and look like you and talk like you and most of all, forgive like you. And there's a new video on my YouTube. So make sure y'all go subscribe. There's a new video on on my YouTube and it's called How to Have Faith. So I thought it was perfect to release that video today because this is what you need before faith. It's not just about having faith the size of a mustard seed. It's checking your heart and it's making sure that you're in a posture to receive the things that you're praying for. God, show me the parts of me that I need to work on so that my faith can be activated, so that I can receive the promises. Sometimes we sit and we pray for things and we feel like God just isn't moving. We feel like God isn't hearing us. And God, what's wrong? And it's the way you're treating people. I'm not going to do nothing for you if you don't know how to act. It's kind of like our parents. You got in public. You didn't know how to act. You was being mean. You wasn't sharing you was pushing other kids down so don't ask me for no mcdonald's when we get in the car because we're not going to mcdonald's because you be out here misbehaving so that's how god is looking at us don't ask me for no mcdonald's don't ask me for no prosperity don't ask me for no favor until you learn how to act in public so i pray that this inspires you guys to do a heart check. let's pray y'all Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for this word, Father God. We want to thank you for this heart check, Father God. I pray that each and every person on this live takes the time to self-evaluate themselves, Father God, and sit down and really see what parts of my heart needs to be changed, Father God. What parts of my heart don't look like you and need to be molded into your perfect image, Father God? What parts of my heart are blocking my blessings, Father God? What parts of my heart are holding up the release and the prosperity that you have stored up for me in heaven, Father God? Where is the blockage coming from, Father? God? What am I doing that's stopping me from getting to destiny, Father God? What am I doing that's stopping me from flowing in your presence at all times, from allowing your Holy Spirit to flow through me, Father God? I ask that you reveal to us us today, Father God. I ask that you place a mirror in front of us, Father God, and allow us to see the parts of us that needs work, Father God. We're able to operate in the faith, but sometimes we forget the hard work, Father God. So give us the obedience and the discipline and the drive and the strength to do the hard work, to do the works that's not always easy to do, Father God. Give us that boldness today father god so that we can check our heart posture and do any fixes father god any repairs that need to be done because ultimately you are who we want to reflect father god we know that in order to walk in your blessings father god in order to walk in your presence in order to walk in your promises we must be aligned with you we must be a reflection of you father god so give us the desire and the strength to push through and work on our heart posture so that we live and walk in a way that's pleasing to you in jesus name we pray Amen. Amen, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in.